we always have our, our imposter syndrome. But this is something that I've been doing for years. Over the years, I realized just like how I did it with my personal life, I needed professionally to merge the two, the strategy and soul. And so that's what happened with the business. That's when it actually, my business has grown exponentially because there's heart and soul in the business. And now I truly believe we need both. This is my guest, Marianne Bakou-Uba. Welcome to Woke and Wired, a new conversation about expanded consciousness and entrepreneurship. We are here to shift the paradigm of business and marketing and social media in this digital age of infinite possibility and bridge our inner technology, our intuition with outer technology through rituals, personal development tools, conscious business practices, spiritual tools, and the magical tool of social media. I am your host, Xenia, storyteller, conscious social media teacher, speaker, and a multidimensional traveler. Welcome to the new paradigm. I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. Marion helps women entrepreneurs to create impact, influence, and income in their business through public speaking, online, and on stages. She comes from 15 years background in marketing, event production, and business development experience. But on this episode, we speak not just about the business aspect of things, but also about the personal journey that led Marion to become who she is today. She shares her healing journey from an abuse in childhood, how she lived a double life of success on the outside, being a marketing executive, and suicidal episodes on the inside. She tells us the incredible story of how suicide attempt and ND shaped her life and how that led her to creating conscious speech framework. She gives us very specific tools on how you can apply it to your own business why motivational speaking is over, according to her, how to monetize speaking and and your following as well, the art of soulful sales. We have a very real conversation about money. Marianne gives us her product roadmap if you're someone who's interested in creating your own product. And she also shares why she deletes her Instagram followers. I was actually a guest on Marianne's podcast, Thriver Lifestyle. The episode is named How to Use Social Media Consciously and Manifest Your Dream Life. And one of the things that Marianne shares on this episode is you can't manifest your way to a sustainable and profitable business. And that's one of the things I'm the most excited to share with you because your inner alignment, being clear on your vision is an extremely important part of creating a business that is aligned with your path and what you want to share in the world. But being smart and strategic on the outside to pair with that intuition is extremely important. So we'll give you some very practical takeaways you can implement right away. And what I also want to share with you is every episode interview impacts me in such a deep and meaningful way. And If you allow yourself to just listen from this space of curiosity and openness and seeing what really resonates inside and take action on it, it's it's really magic. I think that's one of the magical parts about podcasts. We 
sometimes totally unexpectedly hear stories that shift the direction of our lives. And for me, let me get real personal here. It was actually listening to Marianne's offerings and how she structures them and how she works with clients that really clicked something in. So I've mentioned before in this podcast that I am planning to relaunch the Conscious Social Media Program, the eight-week experience where you align your inner tech, your intuition with your outer tech, social media, and your business. But something wasn't clicking in. I wasn't being given the date. And I know that when it's time to launch a program or another offering, I am given the date. It just drops on me. So it wasn't dropping on me. Even my astrologer said, trust the not getting the date being part of the divine plan. So I surrendered it. I kept putting it on my surrender to God list. And what alchemized in this podcast interview is that Marion talked about masterminds. And masterminds have been on my radar for a while. I've been a part of a mastermind myself, and it shifted everything. It shifted the trajectory of my business. It shifted partnerships for me with other humans and collaborations and exposure and just so many things. I'll have another episode just about that. But what it led to is to get this download that I am meant to start a mastermind. So instead of launching the program right now, start with a mastermind because there's people out there who are ready to experience this massive up level. You know, there's this new paradigm we all have been entering into as a collective. And I decided to create a mastermind experience that I wish existed because I would join it in a heartbeat. So what it's going to be is a three-month experience starting on October 1st. That's the plan right now that will guide you to create your own formula for building an online presence and a business that is aligned. But it's not another business mastermind. I'm calling it the 5D mastermind. I actually own the domain, so website is coming as well. And the truth is that business, life, human existence, none of that is the same. There's been so much that's shifting in the collective energy and just doing business as usual is not get you anywhere anymore. So instead of giving you formulas and frameworks that are rigid and structured, what it's going to be is this creation of space that will allow you to go deeper into your own channel of guidance and wisdom than you ever have. I will be curating a goodie box for every participant where you will get everything that you will need for this journey from ceremonial cacao, because we'll have some ceremonies as part of the mastermind. There will be custom curated crystals based on your intention, because you and I will have one-on-one calls to really set your intentions for it. There will be an Akashic records for you, just for you, so that you receive messages from other realms to help you understand the direction that feels most aligned. There will be conscious sales training with my fiance, Eric. There will be group calls. There will be one-on-ones with me. And there also will be accountability buddies. So you will be paired with someone based on your human design. When I have previously led the conscious social media program, it really becomes like a mastermind because every week we gather, we share what's going on. 
And the feedback that I got the most is that people wanted more one-on-one support and more time with me and more time with the community. So I took all of that and I decided to create a very spacious, expansive, and intense container that will allow you to take everything to the absolute next level, not wait for the new year, not wait for the pandemic to end, but do it now so that you're entering the new year with all the systems set up. Whether you need funnel coaching, we can do that. Whether you need sales training, we will do that. Or perhaps you need someone to hold your hand on your uh, healing and ascension journey and truly see you in your future self-vision. So details are to come. This all kind of came to me very rapidly, channeled through. I'm still processing. I'm a little mind blown by how excited I am to hold this container. This is the most one-on-one support you will get from me than any other program. And yes, it's business, but it's also this deep inner journey. So if this speaks to you, head over to wokenwire.com slash mastermind and sign up to hear about it. I will have the application page coming soon. Just apply and we'll see what happens. The space is extremely limited. This is going to be an intimate container. It will be like nothing out there, like absolutely nothing out there. So if any part of this speaks to you, head over to wokenwire.com slash mastermind. And that said, I'm also extremely excited to share with you that Marianne is hosting online virtual summit called Thriver Conference. That's September 22nd to 23rd. And it's the first intentionally diverse entrepreneurship virtual summit with 18 curated BIPOC women, non-binary and queer speakers. There will be discussions on money, diversity, inclusion, movement, decolonizing business, and so much more. If you are called to join, it's under $100 for a ticket and you can buy it by clicking the link in the show notes. The show notes are also always available on welcomewire.com. So you can also find it and join there. All right, here is the incredible Marianne Bacole Uba. Get ready to be blown away and inspired. Marianne Bacol-Uba. What a gorgeous name. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much, Ksenia. Yours is gorgeous too. I love it. Thank you. So your Instagram profile is at M-B-A-C-O-L-U-B-A. Correct. And it says, Marianne Business Coach. I help women, non-binary, create impact, influence, and income with speaking online and on stage. Founder of ThriverCon, TEDx speaker, get ThriverCon ticks and fire and lightning emojis, all kinds of <laughs> fiery things. So what is it, Marion, that you actually do on a day-to-day basis? So what I do on a daily basis is really be of service to my community, to my clients, as well as to myself. You know, I, I believe when we take the best care of ourselves, we're able to give from a place of abundance. And really that energy generates out into the world and in the work that that we do. Absolutely. And so when it comes to your work, what does your business look like? What are the different offerings that you have in terms of how you serve people? Yeah. So I have 
an ascension plan when it comes to my business. And so I am a, I call myself a conscious business and speaker coach. And what I do is I really help women, non-binary entrepreneurs use their authentic stories, their voice. And oftentimes I work with a lot of non-binary and women who come from, are women of color and have these amazing stories, but they don't know how to share that, you know, and it's actually the root of why they started their business. And so I help bring that out of them so that they can speak their truth and then, you know, be able to monetize, to create something from it, whether it's speaking, it used to be on stages, but since we're, we're in lockdown, primarily online now through masterclasses, virtual events, through their lives, but be able to really share authentically. And it goes into their coaching practices or consulting. And how I help them is through various ways. I have my intro course is Monetize Your Message That Matters Accelerator. And this is a four-week accelerator that gets people super clear on their, their five foundations, who, what, where, why, how. And then I also have a mastermind, a six-month mastermind called the Conscious Public Speaker Mastermind, which is those who, who know their message already and then want to amplify it, right? Get more visibility, be on podcasts, get paid to speak, and really create a system and a funnel so that their, their business starts running smoothly. And I also have ThriverCon. It's actually a virtual summit. It's in September. I don't know when this is airing, but September 22 and 23. That is the very first intentionally diverse virtual summit for BIPOC women and non-binary entrepreneurs and allies. So from the get-go, diversity is baked in. We have Black speakers, Indigenous, Latinx, Middle Eastern, Asian, non-binary, queer, like just amazing being able to share their gifts and their knowledge about marketing, content creation, sales. And we also have the soul part because I teach strategy and soul. So we'll have meditations, breath work, a sound bath from an Indigenous medicine woman. It's just, it's going to be amazing. I want that sound bath right now. And actually, as you were speaking, <laughs> there was a hummingbird who came to visit the flowers in front of me. I love it. Yeah. So it all has to do with speaking, right? It's speaking our truth and sharing our stories authentically. So when you speak of finding, connecting to your message, finding the courage to share it in my own words, and then monetizing it, what prompted you to come up with this kind of method and structure? And what in your own experience led you to uncovering that? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. So it really, you know how life unfolds, right? We always think we're supposed to know exactly what we're doing. And then the more that we lean into the things that light our soul on fire, that really uh, gets our interest, it's actually our, our pathway. And I believe our purpose unfolds. And so professionally, I've always been in marketing. So from corporate marketing to having my own digital marketing agency to having you know, a PR and marketing agency in LA and in Miami, I've always been in, in sort of in that role. And so my professional life for a long time was doing very well. I grew up in LA. I became a marketing director for a large global retail grocery chain by the time I was 27. And so for all intents and purposes, like on paper, my life was great. I was also food blogging and I had a side business that was doing very well. I was writing for CBS. I was doing TV and like things on the outside were doing super well. But internally, personally, I did not pay attention to a lot of things that were happening inside because I grew up in a culture where, and I'm sure many people can relate to this, you know, I suffered from a lot of childhood trauma. 
incest, sexual abuse from my own father, like drug addiction, all these things. But I learned to suppress it, to hide it. I really lived a double life. You know, no one knew that I, by the time I was 14, drugs and alcohol were my best friends in order to numb myself, you know, because of the abuse that was going at home. But I knew how to put on a, a pretty face, did well in school, you know, and I just continued to live that double life. And where were you growing up, Marion? In LA. And then in 2014, that's really when the double life kind of crashed down at the, like, the, the peak where I thought that time professionally, personally, I was the most depressed, suicidal, and I overdosed and had an out-of-body near-death experience. That was my wake-up call. So from there, I knew I had to do something different. I was like, I can't stay, stay living in LA. It's super toxic. It's too comfortable where I can go back to all these, these people, these habits, the, you know, all the, the same thing, right? And so I bought a one-way ticket and I moved from LA to Miami with no plan, no job, just, I, I just intuitively knew. And I hadn't really paid attention to my intuition before, but this was so strong. And so in Miami, this is where I really did things for me. I started obsessively diving into everything I could find on healing, plant medicine, um, working with energy healers and shamans and meditation, QHHT, hypnotherapy, mindset mastery, literally like obsessed. And through this process of healing myself, I started finding my voice. I was always vocal, but I liked talking about other things, never about myself, right? Like anything personal, I would be like, nope, let's, let's, let me teach you something, you know, because I, I was great at speaking and marketing, but I couldn't talk about myself. And then through this healing, I found the courage to finally speak up about what happened. I actually confronted my own father, told my whole family, put it out on social media. And the more that I actually spoke about it, and this was terrifying in the very beginning, the more I spoke about it, the more power shifted into something that overpowered me with guilt and shame to something where I alchemized into my fire fuel to keep moving and like sharing with other people about, you know, healing and how we can move and shift from being a victim and survivor to a thriver. And I ended up doing my TEDx talk on that. And so through this, like my own discovery of speaking my truth and my story, that's really how my, my coaching business came apart. I was first a transformational coach. I was still doing some marketing, but people kept asking me like, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Like, how are you healing? What did you do? And so I started getting transformation coaching clients. And then as I helped them through their own transformation and speak their truth, they started asking marketing and business questions. And I was like, oh, this is what I was doing professionally. So it became this marriage of what professionally I had known for years and was great at and I loved with the personal, the soul work and all that. And that's really what my business is now. And that's how it came to be and why I'm so passionate about having other people, especially women and people from marginalized communities to incorporate their authentic stories with their message so that they can grow their business that way. All right. Mic drop. Cut. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, my jaw dropped and I had goosebumps the whole time you were speaking. There's so much power in a human who owns their truth. And what I'm curious to know, Marianne, is first of all, that moment when you overdosed, you said you journeyed somewhere mm -hmm. and got clarity. What was that like? And how did you receive that message? Was this the first time you had contact with the other side? And how did you crystallize that knowing that guidance into action? So it was still very, and at that point in my life, I was not spiritual at all. I had cut myself off from 
feeling, intuition, all of that, you know, I just because of everything that was that had happened in my life. And it's so indescribable. The closest I ever felt to that near-death experience was when I started journeying with Mother Aya and with other plant medicines. But before that, that was the very first experience. And I literally died. I actually saw myself hovering over my body. And source goddess actually showed me what would have happened. And so I actually, I went to my own funeral. First, I saw myself like convulsing, dying. I saw them put me in a body bag. I saw this flash all before me. I saw my own funeral. And then I went back up to source. And this just indescribable feeling of oneness and bliss. And I know that people like, it's, it's the same, you hear it from other people who've had NDEs, but it's just, that's the truth, you know? And I was given a choice to stay there or come back. And I just knew instinctively, like there was just something in me, like my time's not done yet. There's, it's just not, this isn't it. And I saw flashes of really my sister and my aunt who cared for me and the women in my life who would have been like, what happened? This was so sudden. And so I decided to come back. And so I went back into my body into the time right before they called, you know, the ambulance and it got my breath back and all these things. And after that, it was still such a blur. Like I knew what would, what happened was crazy. And I didn't know anyone who'd been through something like that. So that actually got me into searching online. Like, what was this near-death experiences? What was it? I found someone who did hypnotherapy and QHHT, uh, quantum healing therapy, to like help me with it. And that's really where the journey of like opening my eyes to spirituality first started. It was just a curiosity to explain what had happened to me. And what did it take from there on to actually pack your bags and move to Miami. And why Miami? There was a pull of Miami. So I had always visited Miami, but went to the beach and just partied. And the last time, this was in 2014, in January, we went to visit and it was different. We didn't go to the beach. We went to Brickell and downtown, which ended up where I, I moved to. I felt so connected to it. It's right by the water. So you see the water. It's just, and now that I know, uh, we just moved to a new place that overlooks the same bay and the water. I know that I need, to, it's so healing. Like I need to be near it. But something about it was like, I didn't imagine myself moving out of LA until then. And, but I was like, ah, things are going so well, you know, in LA, this is just kind of a thing. And then April was when my near-death experience happened. After that, I was like, I need to leave. I need to do something. A few weeks later, I was like, I think I need to move. So I waited until I had a contract with one of my biggest clients, Beverly Hills Chamber of Commerce, that ended in the end of June. And I just waited till that ended. And, you know, I, I left. I was like, I need to leave. And did your parents know that you had an overdose? Did your family know? No, no, they did not. My friends, it was kind of like, they were all shocked. This was like a traumatizing experience for them <laughs> to, to see me like that. Like, yeah, no, they never, none the wiser because I was staying over at my, like my friend's place for like a whole weekend and all that stuff. So there was a, you know, you, you looked like this woman that had everything together and this marketing job and PR. And then all of a sudden people close to you find out about this other side of you that was in need of help and love and guidance. Yeah. You know, a lot of people didn't know it till years after either, because, you know, it was like, pretend it didn't happen. It, everyone was so shocked when it happened, including me, that we like didn't talk about it. 
until a few years later when I finally came out with my story, I actually wrote it down first because it had I couldn't speak about it at first. It was so I would always break down in tears to speak about it, to talk about it. It just felt so raw. So I wrote it down first and I sent that story to just my closest closest friends. I actually didn't even want to, but spirit told me I needed to. And I fought against it for a long time <laughs> because I was like, no one needs to know this. This is too personal. What are people going to think of me? And literally my worst fear happened. My worst fear was that my family is going to feel so ashamed that they're going to disown me. And that's literally what happened. But it actually made me stronger. Yeah. Yeah. I got in a huge, I stopped talking to my mom for two years. I had just kind of my relationships with siblings and it was just not good. It didn't sit well because to them, it was like, how can you air this dirty laundry? Now everyone knows about our own father. Do you know what I mean? Like it was you know, like now he's, they're going to think, you know, what, what we went through. And it's just, it was just too much for people. But I knew I had to do it. And I just started diving more into what I was learning, you know, healing, self-love, doing a lot of things, speaking out for myself, which I had never done in years, right? I could speak about, you know, protect others and do that. But when it came to me, I didn't know any boundaries. I was in toxic relationships, just all, all of these things. But over time, I was able to gain strength, you know, and it's not an overnight thing. And this is what I talked about in my TEDx talk and just in general in my business. Like we always want results now, right? We want to get to where we want to go now, but it's this consistent small steps we do every day that makes a world of difference. And you say spirit told me I had to. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing to go through your own healing process and sort of maybe even share with family or friends or your close circle, but it's a whole other level of courage to share it online with the public. And you said that you were called to share it on social media. How was that for you? Oh my gosh, terrifying. <laughs> like so terrifying because then it would just be out there in the world. But when I say literally that the spirit like had me, like I couldn't sleep. I would get dreams. I started like my clairs open. I would hear things like I, I couldn't concentrate. I was getting all these signs literally like in my dreams, in waking life that I needed to share this story. And I tried to push it down for as long as I could until I was like, okay, I will. I will. All right. And so um, I put it up in my blog and then put it on Instagram about just briefly what it was about. And I, I put a trigger warning and then I linked it. And the amount I actually was just, it's so like you think when you're that open, you're just going to get, which there was some backlash from mostly family because it's like, how, how could you like, you know, like as what I said earlier, but the majority of people, I got so many messages of people having such similar stories. They were like, it's, it's like, I'm reading mine, but I don't have the courage to, to say about it, to talk about it. You know, oh, my brother or my father, my cousin, my grandfather did this to me, like my mother, like it was just insane. And so I knew I was on the right path because people were like, this gives me courage, you know, to go in my own healing path. You know, one thing I would love to hear from you about is I'm always amazed by how our healing journey can coexist with our self-expression as entrepreneurs in the world. Yes. So especially, you know, in an, a pretty extreme case like yours, you, while you were taking the time to heal and unpack and move forward, you also needed to pay the bills. So how did you work that one out? So 
marketing had always been my, my backbone, right? And so before it was split, you know, I was doing the transformation. I had transformation coach clients, which was more like healing, spiritual, all these things. And then I had the marketing clients, which at that time were, you know, local businesses here in Miami, very like so separate, right? Before, and it reminded me now looking back how my life was before that's that, that double life that split. And then over time, it just being like in, intuitively, it just started feeling not good anymore. Like I wasn't happy again. I was like, oh, I'm making money, but I wasn't happy. So I like switched to real estate and then made, made money there. My first year, I made six figures in real estate, which most first year real estate agents don't do. But I was like, oh, I feel tied down again. And then I was like, you know what? Let me, what if I just put this intention out in the world to start, you know, doing more business coaching, which before I was like, am I really qualified? You know, it's like, you, we always have our, our imposter syndrome, right? But I'm like, but this is something that I've been doing for years, marketing. I'm just literally teaching, but instead of doing it for other businesses or, you know, working in corporate, I'm doing it for others who actually have a story that need to be shared and they just don't know how to market themselves or how to use their story, right? And so that's what happened. Over the years, I realized just like how I did it with my personal life, I needed professionally to merge the two, the strategy and soul. And so that's what happened with the business. And since then, that's when it actually, my business has grown exponentially because there's heart and soul in the business. And now I truly believe we need both. You know, you can teach all the strategies, all the tactics, all the tools, but if you don't do a lot of the inner work, if you don't have the right mindset, if you don't, you know, put that together, meld that both, then it's not going to be sustainable and purposeful. And so with you. Yeah. And so just like how back then my life, you know, like merged again. Now I realize like I need to have all parts of me and really sharing myself authentically. And that's actually when I've gotten more clients because I'm me. And like, no, I want to work with you. I love how you show up, like how, how you talk about things like you specifically, you know, and that's what I tell my clients. And actually, this brings me to my conscious speech framework. And I think this is something that your audience would absolutely love and they can use it in their own businesses and when they speak. And so this is a framework for a super impactful talk and a talk that's going to be more than just motivational because I actually have an unpopular opinion. I say motivational speaking is dead. Uh, and the reason why <laughs> is because we get inspired and motivated so easily now, right? With like memes and quotes and these videos that make us cry. And then what happens after? Like people go on to the next thing, right? So that's actually only one part. And so how I break it down, there's three steps. When you give a talk or when you structure your online uh, masterclass, or you can even do this in your posts or articles, there's three things that you need to do. Uh, the first, that's the inspire part and you motivate people. So it's inspire, educate, and then activate. And so inspire, this is when you share your personal story. That's where you create that human connection because people will see themselves in you or they'll relate to you that way. And it's a stronger connection than just going straight to let me teach you something, right? It's that human connection. So that's the inspire part. And then you go into the educate part. And when you educate and give value, you actually position yourself as an expert. And when you give value, it take, it's more than just a story about you. Like, oh, it's motivational. She talked about, you know, how she went from being a victim survivor to a thriver. That's great. But for the most part, your audience is like, 
all right, that's amazing. But what can I do in my life? Like, how can I take, you know, those nuggets and implement it in my own life or business or relationships or whatever? And so that's the educate part. And you really give a lot of value in this. You, you share with people how this is going to separate you from the rest. And so I even teach this to my clients when they create content online, you know, be more than just inspirational, teach something, be educational. And then lastly, which is overlooked sometimes where they breeze through it, is the activation. Because most people know what to do, but they don't take action to do it, right? You hear this all the time. Some people are like, I know what to do. A lot of people have read all the books, done all the courses, hired all the people, and they know the exact steps to, you know, hit six figures or lose 10 pounds or whatever it is. But because they don't take that actual action, they don't go from information to implementation, nothing changes. So you need to do something to activate your audience. And so that is what takes them that even if it's a small step, because remember that small step forward adds up if you do those small steps all the time. So that's a framework that you can use when you craft your signature talk, your workshop, your masterclass, your social media posts, and your listeners can implement this framework like right away. So let's say someone who's listening to this right now is either a coach or a mentor or an Akashic Records reader or a mm-hmm. healer, how can they not just apply this, but also start monetizing it? Yes. And so this is the same form when you take this format and you, you have, your, let's say, a signature talk. And so I use this formula when I do master classes, when I do live launches. And this is what I actually teach my clients. So in the masterclass, in your webinar, your live training, do this exact formula. And then the activation at the end, the call to action is either a call with you, you know, book a discovery call, but don't call it discovery call, call it something more tangible. You know, um, like, for example, if you're a health coach, instead of saying a discovery call, be like, it's a, you know, whatever the specific thing they want, like, uh, live a more balanced life or get more energy strategy call or lose 10 pounds strategy call or whatever it is. And then that you can sell your program, your course. Same thing with the mastermind. If you have your call to action at the end to buy your course right away or your program, the same thing. But as long as you soulfully sell, and that's a huge thing too, you need to stand behind with integrity with what you're creating because that energy shows. If you don't believe, if you don't have conviction and confidence in what you're selling, what program you offer and how you coach, your clients or your potential clients are going to feel that. So always really is a way to lead into the activation. So, and the activation is to lead into your program, your course, your coaching, a discovery call. So what I'm hearing, I was taking notes on standing behind with integrity on what you're selling. It's such an important piece Mm -hmm. to really make sure that whatever we're offering is actually going to make a difference for people who are coming our way. And Mm -hmm. I believe, and in my experience, when we're ready to step out we're getting those sort of like little universal winks telling Mm -hmm. us we're ready. There will be doubts that come up at the same time, always, especially if we're up to something big. Mm -hmm. And in my experience, it takes a little bit of discomfort and really committing to stepping out there with our gifts a little bit before we're ready. Because if we don't step out, we don't start perfecting them, making them better and offering them to people. So in your experience, you know, I'm currently at the stage of refining my offerings, creating more offerings, refining and making my signature program even more effective. What have you learned in terms of 
funnels and marketing and webinars and sort of the structural part of it yeah that really works for you and how does intuition and the soulful approach to it uh play into it yeah i love this question because i i geek out on this this is like my the the merger of both right the market the the strategy with the soul and so for me it's it's that combination i work with a lot of healers, conscious, entrepreneur, purpose-driven. And sometimes it's, uh, and I, I give this tough love, it's like you can't manifest and vision board your way to a sustainable, profitable business. Yes, in a way you can, but also you have to take the steps. And that is discomfort, like uncomfortable steps. You know, for example, for people who are uncomfortable about talking about themselves or talking about their program or how they help others, some of my clients are like, oh, you know, like I want to help people. I'm like, have you actually shared how, you know, about your program? No, I think they should like people aren't, especially on social media, you know, like people want to work with you, but they just don't know how because you haven't shared that. So you need to get out of your comfort zone and really start speaking. Because when you don't share your story, when you don't speak about how you can help others or you don't talk about your program, you're really doing a disservice not just to yourself, but to your future clients who you know you can help, who you know that you're, once they go through their program, they'll go through a transformation. And so what I tell my clients is when you're going through that discomfort, and this is something that I do too, um, and I've, I'm so used to discomfort now, every time I feel it, I know on the other side is just even more growth and expansion. Like I, I actually, it's like, I, I feel it and then I love it because I know that on the other side, it's happened so many times in my life that I know on the other side is just magic. And so I tell them, lean into that. And that discomfort is actually what on the other side is just even more up-leveling. You know, you can hit 10, 20, 50, 100K months. You'll start getting the confidence to start speaking. One of my clients recently had some money mindset issues. And he's from uh, the LGBTQ, oh, sorry, they're from the LGBTQ community. And they were, you know, like, well, they can't afford my rates or what are they going to think about that? I don't want them to think that I'm taking advantage. And I asked them and I said, well, are you? Like, are, are you taking advantage? Like, does your program take advantage? Do you not promise to deliver this, 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 and that? And my client has like several certifications and is more than qualified. And after they really thought about this, they're like, no, I know this can help them. And after working through some, some mindset shifts, literally within a week, got five new clients for their brand new program. Like, you know, but it was, you know, they said it was uncomfortable to go through that, through that, especially money. I feel people get so uncomfortable with, you know, uh, and I did too before, before I had to go through that stuff, you know? And so I think it's necessary. Absolutely. We have to, I think you just have to make peace with knowing that on the other side is growth. You and I are so on the same page in terms of values of, you know, doing both our inner work and the outer work at the same time. That's why I started this podcast because I'm always seeking new ways and want to speak to even more people like yourself who live this way and embody this way and show through example to others that it's possible. We are in this new paradigm where you can be in your full integrity, in your full light, and also like a really smart, badass businesswoman or businessman. Yes. You know, we got to talk about money more. We got to know our numbers. We got to learn how to make money, but keep money and invest money. Like all these things that I've had to learn and continuously like learn more about. So speaking of numbers and money, you casually threw out their 100K numbers. Can we talk more about that? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes on social media, you know, like you're scrolling through and then someone says, you know, I'm 
like a hundred K month or 200 K month or 50 K mm-hmm. month. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I feel like a year ago or two years ago, everyone was talking about 10 K months. Like that was a thing. But now all of a sudden, I don't know what shifted. And all of a sudden everyone's talking about 50 and a hundred K months. So can we talk about it? Like, yeah, you know, I, I'm not yeah. there yet. And I'm going to be upfront about it. Yeah. But I'm all ears about learning from people who have scaled their business to a place where it's reality. Yeah. And I think you're seeing that more is because that's coming, that that's in your reality. So you're seeing a lot more of it. You know, that means you're loving up because you're around more people who are, who are around that. And so there's, and this is how I, I always keep it real with my audience. You know, when people say numbers, it, it's a marketing thing, right? Not to say they don't have it, but it's, People think that, oh, sometimes, and yes, sometimes it's true. I'm not at 100K cash months, but I will be. When people say like I had a 50K launch, I had uh, like a 60K launch for uh, a mastermind, right? But that means that that's contracted unless they everyone paid up front. So within the contract of, you know, like people signed up, it's like a 10 or 12K contract. Some people paid up front, but not everyone paid. Sometimes there's like a monthly option. And the majority of my clients still pay the monthly option. So it's like that throughout the time. But the launch itself was 60. So, and so people use that marketing. One of the things uh, I love doing, and I actually did a masterclass on this, was take people behind the numbers. And when they see that, it's like, actually, this, for example, let's just take 60K. Like, and this is something I had to learn too. We have to take, we don't keep all that 60K. And that doesn't mean that me, Marianne, has 60K. It's like, no, me, Marianne, my business did. And from there, a certain percentage has to go for to taxes, to investments, to pay operational fees, to like do all these things, right? And the majority of the money that I, I make actually goes back into the business and to taxes. <laughs> and one of the things that helped me really get even better with this is the book uh, Profit First by Mike Mikowski, something. So yes, it's all, and then it's just scaling. And that's kind of the process where I'm doing, like how do we scale more? So knowing that you have a program that works, you have testimonials, and then how do you just get it to more people? Yeah, let's talk about that. The thing is to get clear on your offerings first and not have too many offerings at the same time. The moment I got more clarity on my offerings and niche and actually just instead of having so many different types of offerings, got clear on like the Ascension plan. And this was really this year, like earlier this year, that I got even more clear and things just, my my business grew is because, okay, I have this accelerator now. So moving, I have the one-on-one clients and now I have monetize your message that matters accelerator. That's a a lower price point. It's uh, $14.97. But when I live launch it to those who actually buy right away, they get a discount. It's at $9.97. And that's a four-week live training. So that gets them clear, but that actually really sets them up also for the mastermind. Because once they have their message, they want to amplify it more, right? And get more visible and how to, you know, and they need, will definitely need more support. Because in the mastermind is six months and they learn more about how to pitch themselves, how to create an offer on the back end, how to scale, how to, if they need to hire VAs, higher team members. And so that's more in depth. So there's sort of this ascension plan that you have. And one of the products that I'm working on is actually a, a bundle, which is a, a $37 product that has a quick win and will help in the ascension plan. And also it helps those who can't necessarily afford the $9.97 or $14.97 just yet. 
and gives them a small taste of how it is to work with me. So I give a ton of value there. And then later on, they'll ascend to monetize your message that matters and then conscious public speaker mastermind. So once I got clear that it's like, this is the roadmap that my clients will take. And I got even clearer, all other distractions, I was like, well, that doesn't really fit with the roadmap. So I just got even more focused. So you got to focus. Yeah. And, you know, I'm curious, how do you, let's say someone's in your mid-tier program, the four-week live training, and they start asking you questions that in reality fit more into the mastermind. You know, my, I always just want to give everyone everything when they're asking it because that's what mm-hmm. I want myself yeah. and the customer when I'm in those shoes. So how do you separate the content or is it naturally separated because of the length of the container? It's both. So it's naturally separated. And when they do ask, I always share the what, but not the how, right? Because then that just takes way too much time. So for example, someone's asking, what do I need to do to generate leads? Well, these are a few things, speaking for leads, social media, doing all these things, but I won't, I just can't, like there's just not enough time to dive deeper with them on, okay, so what do you mean by speaking for leads, helping you build a funnel? Like, how do you use Facebook ads to market to your masterclass? Like, that's just, it's just too much time. And that's things that I cover in the mastermind or with my one-on-one clients. So you share the what, what it is, and oftentimes they'll try to do it on their own or, you know, they have to invest more in the program. I never like not share what they need to do. I'm very forthcoming with information. But we just are limited. We can't, you know, really walk them one by one with the how, because then that's not fair to your other clients. Speaking of funnels, how do you define funnels? And also, what have you seen be the most successful for people to find you and join your programs when it comes to funnels? So the first question was, how do I define funnels? Really, it's the roadmap, the pathway that people get walked through or your potential, your leads turn into potential clients. So for example, an example of a funnel is, so I teach on General Assembly. So General Assembly has like, it's a free course. I teach a lot of things that are related to, you know, marketing and online business and things like that. And so that starts with a call to action, which sometimes is the lead magnet. And from the lead magnet, then, you know, and this is all on ClickFunnels, the lead magnet, and then they get, and it's usually my offer is they get the slide decks or a copy of the slides. And so once they do that, they give me their email, they go into that, and then they get into my email nurture sequence. And from there, then I nurture. Can you speak a little bit more about the nurture sequence, what you've seen be successful? Yeah. So nurture sequence really is what you do, like nurturing, right? Where you do things slowly because people don't know you. So you need to introduce yourself. And this is where sharing your story also is important because that's what's going to separate you from others. Your unique story, put your personality in it, give value. You know, so usually my nurture sequences are five to six emails where I introduce myself, show my personality. I I use a lot of gifts. And in my emails, I share like my TEDx talk so they can watch it. I share my story. You give value in each email. You, I give links to my podcast, YouTube videos, teaching them certain things. And then at the end, I invite them for either if I'm doing a launch, either to you know, go into the program or into a discovery call. So it sort of leads, that's that funnel that leads them into that call to action. What kind of software do you use? I've recently switched to ConvertKit and I'm obsessed. 
active campaign, which I love. I used to have MailChimp, but I switched to active campaign because they're much better at setting up triggers like on the back end, you know, what the basically the, the if the person doesn't open the email when it does, like what what it does, it the segmentation, that's the word I was looking for. It's so much better and uh, I love it. Maybe ConvertKit has changed since you switched because in my experience, it, it's really good at segmenting like that as well. Oh, I never used ConvertKit. I was using MailChimp. Yeah, MailChimp. didn't we all? We all started yeah. MailChimp. <laughs> I think that's a great starter, right? Everyone uses MailChimp when you first Until start. they started charging us for unsubscribers. <gasps> oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. It just wasn't making financial sense. So active campaign is a great one and it links to all the others. To recap... When people sign up for your list, whether they find you on social media, they take your free course or find you somewhere else, they are automatically put into this email sequence where they get five to six emails showing your personality, giving them value, showing them what you're about, your story. And at the end of it, either inviting them to sign up for your offerings or book a discovery call with you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So you automatically, this way, it's always running in the back end. So automatically, there's new people getting to know you and possibly becoming your clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just the autumn. And then what I do is really work on lead generation, right? And continuously showing up as myself on social media, videos, teaching online virtual classes and workshops. So when people come to you and want to either hire you as a coach or join your programs, do you require a certain level of them being in a certain place in their business and showing up or sort of how do you segment different levels of people's preparedness? Because someone might actually need to talk about funnels and someone might need to do a little bit of more inner work on their money stories. Mm-hmm. So that's, for example, for my mastermind, they have to give an application first. They have to fill that out. I, I don't let just anyone come into my mastermind. It has to be a good fit. And I has to know I have to know that I can also help them. You know that this is a great fit. If they're looking for, I don't know, how to build an e-commerce site and they sign up, I'm like, well, I'm that's not me. <laughs> so the mastermind is different. Whereas monetize your message that matters, that's really for those who are either new to entrepreneurship or they already have a business, but they still they're wondering why they can't grow or scale is probably because there's something they haven't refined or gotten clarity on their who, what, where, why, how, and their messaging, you know, and they're wondering why, like, I've tried these things or I have this, you know, this program, but it's not selling, you know, and I've tried other things. It's because there's something with the foundation. And so it's really like one of my clients who went through that was already a real estate agent for years and was doing really well. And after going through the the program after four weeks, she actually was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I could refine it more. And she realized through like the market research that most of her clients were referrals from friends or family. So she just shifted the language. And we talk about languaging and and messaging so that it speaks directly to, you know, referrals, friends or family. She gave that call to action. She never really gave a call to action at the end. And we set her up on the back end where the call to action was to book a call with her, like a, a consultation call on what they need. And on the back end and Calendly, she had questions to filter to make sure that they were ready before they could book a time with her. And in June, because this is when this happened, she actually 3X'd her pipeline and she made 2.1 million in sales, real estate sales. That was the highest she's ever done. Yeah. So she was already doing it. When you say pipeline, are you talking about all the different funnels? 
a pipeline, like how many leads she got. So before she was only working, like her capacity was like two or three buyers or sellers, you know, in a month. And then she actually had like over six. So if like two was her average, she got six for that month. And they all said yes. And that converted to over 2.1 million in real estate sales. So I think such an important message that I want to share with all of that is we're kind of really deep in the marketing conversation and funnels right now. If you're listening and feeling overwhelmed, I would say the most important thing is going back to Marion, what you just said is, okay, what is my offering? Why? And do people actually know this is what I offer? Like if someone goes to my Instagram bio, can they see what I do? And can they see how to book me? That's step one. And everything else comes on top of that. Would you agree? Yeah. So I talk about the five foundations, the who, what, where, why, how. And really quickly, your who is who is your ideal client? And first of all, who do you also want to work with? You know, and who are you speaking to? Because you can't serve and help everyone. What is your messaging? So in terms of what, what are your ideal client's pain points? And where are, what's their, I call it the pain to pleasure bridge. How can working with you help them go from their pain points and problems and challenges to their desired outcomes or pleasures and what the, the solutions? So that's your messaging. Your where is your lead generation. Where should you position yourself? Because that's going to be in front of your right target ideal audience and avatars. Um, and then your why is why should they work with you? This is your brand story. This is your personal story. This is your human connection. You know, because there's so many other coaches out there, other agents, consultants, whatever it is, but why you? And oftentimes it's that personal, you know, your story, your brand story. And lastly, it's how. Now, how are you going to help them in their transformation journey? You know, and this is really in making sure your offer and your program is clear and speaks to their pain points. So those are the five foundations. I love that. And when it comes, you know, there's so many mirrors with your work and my work, yours is conscious speaking, mine is conscious social media, but really using speaking and using social media as this means to open up a world of being more on your path and serving more people and feeling more alive and awake every day. So on the intersection of the two, I'm curious, what role has social media played in your business? A huge role, because that's where my client, especially now, right, where I used to have a lot of, I used to speak and and travel a lot and have in-person workshops and events. And now that we can't have in-person conferences and events and workshops, it's been 100% online. So I've transitioned, it used to be like 50-50, but now everything's online. And I just, I, I mean, I literally was doing everything that I, I teach. <laughs> I had to take my own. I was like, okay, well, I have to inspire, educate, activate, do this whole thing, you know, do it, but for virtual events and all of that. And it's actually, I'm, I'm really grateful. Thankfully, my business has grown through this pandemic because I think more people realize that there is an opportunity online and that they do want to be more authentic with how they show up. And they want to, they're ready to share their stories. I think so many more people have realized that, you know what, it's, it's, time to stop playing small and to stop hiding who I am and my truth. And it's time to really share that. And this has been a really great opportunity. And also hiring the right uh, coach. I've actually invested more in myself during this quarantine and my business than I ever have before. And it's, you know, paid in dividends. Mm, I love that. And what what's also interesting is when it comes to 
social media, there's so many people that just fall into the trap of growing your followers. I need to grow my community. I need to grow my followers before we stop, start monetizing. And I fell into that trap. You know, I spent years growing my communities to almost half a million followers across platforms now and didn't spend nearly as much time building my funnels, my pipeline, my offerings, ways that I can really serve people and make money along the way. And you have, let's see, almost 6,000 followers and I'm coming across so many people who have a thousand followers and in that range who are having their huge successes in their business. So kind of just, I would love to speak to shifting our focus from growing our follower numbers to growing our business. Yes. I love that, that conversation because a lot of it is, so there's pros and cons. Yeah. Yes. You, uh, have more followers and you can get brand sponsorships and all that and you could have more opportunities. But if it's if their followers aren't used to maybe buying or investing and all they're they're used to is getting information from you and there's no energy exchange, then they're not going to be used to that unless you start really shifting it where you're giving value but also have that activation, right? That call to action on the back end. So I actually work with past clients and even current clients who have way more followers than me, but don't know how to monetize on the back end because they don't have a lot of that, that marketing background or they just don't have the operational stuff on the, on the back end. And I think we get so caught up with vanity metrics that we don't realize that it needs to also work for us on the back end. So it's a combination of both because I'm trying to grow my followers, but at the same time, I want it to be quality followers that will become clients, right? Not just followers who are just following me. I actually delete people from my Instagram. Who, really? Okay. Yeah. Say more about that. So because there's a lot of bots out there, you want like higher engagement. So I, you know, periodically I'll go through and the ones who have like zero, they're not following anyone. They don't have a profile picture. You know, they don't have anything on it or they're, <laughs> there's a lot like we're, for, they're usually from these men from India. That, or, I don't know. It's like bots, right? And you know, they're just, it's just not real that ruins your engagement. And I'm like, they're never going to buy from me. And I'm not, whatever I'm sharing is not going to resonate with them. Like there's just no point. You got to like trim the, the fat from it per se. So I delete them. Wow. Yeah. Listen up everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. And you know, I'm so with you. I think it's so important to focus on serving people who are actually listening and care versus just growing our pool of people who might someday read something we post and put energy into. And um, I love what you just shared. And Marianne, this has been such a wonderful conversation. And before we wrap up, is there anything that you feel called to share that I didn't ask you about? I just want to leave everyone with, I know we shared so much and it can be for those who haven't really wrapped their head around all the marketing things because we definitely dove deep into, and I love this stuff. You know, I can talk about this all the time. Whatever it is that you're, you're feeling, whether it's overwhelmed or you feel like, ooh, like sit with that and then pick one thing that resonated with you throughout this podcast episode and take one action. Yes. Just one. That's it. Don't have to like, oh my gosh, and now I need a funnel, a freebie, uh, like I do this, I do that. Like that's just too much. Just one thing, like the next best thing you can do for your business. What's the one action? And when you get clarity on that, let us know. Tag us on Instagram at yeah. Xenia and MBA Koluba. Did I get that right? Yeah, 
M-B-A-C-O-L-U-B-A. So I'm going to link to everything we talked about in the show notes, including our Instagram handles, because mine is about to be changing. Stay tuned. I have one more thing. Well, I have, um, so ThriverCon, that's uh, a two-day virtual summit for, you know, entrepreneurs, purpose-driven entrepreneurs, and it's just amazing. So they can just go to thriverconference.com backslash 2020, and we can, I can send you the links to that. And, you know, this is going to be an amazing, there's 16 speakers all giving amazing information, plus, you know, the strategy and the soul. So this is an event that they will absolutely love and get a lot of value from. Awesome. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes and share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message. Find all the show notes and all the resources on WokenWired.com and also join the WokenWired podcast listener Facebook group. It's a private group where you can connect with people who are like-minded and say hello on Instagram. Find me at Woke and Wired. Stay woke, stay wired, and take three deep breaths right now.